Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Pod. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and my guest this time is Ben Witter, a two-time best-selling author and founder and CEO over at Hex Organization. Ben is recognized as one of the world's leading management thinkers, and he is acknowledged as a leading authority on employee experience globally. He has pioneered and popularized the concept of EX across the world. Uh, ben is also the founder of the World Employee Experience Institute and a sought-after international keynote speaker. He's given talks and masterclasses on EX to audiences in over 40 countries. This is a well-traveled guest that we have today, listeners. Uh, Ben's clients list includes world-leading brands like Unilever, Microsoft, JP Morgan Chase, and many, many more, including, actually, I should mention, uh, he's been endorsed publicly by the UK Parliament and by the British Royal family lardy da hey ben welcome to the show today hi bill great to be here thanks for having me on i've got to get a question in somewhere about how you were endorsed by the british royal family let's just start there ben uh, i usually start with a get to know you question but I'm, I'm intrigued tell us more about how you're endorsed by the by the royals yeah a couple actually it, it was interesting we were doing uh, some work on a hr project and we figured the only really way we could be successful with this internal projects was to make it connected to the external community and that was a big source of uh, pride and, and progress for um for the the local area and it kind of drew the attention of the royal family we had uh, a prince come up to have a look around our project which was centered on talent management and doing things in a very different way to what was done really in in traditional hr uh, and yeah lots of letters received uh, but one of the big things we did was tie it to the prince's trust which obviously King Charles III is is the patron, the, the founder, the the main driving force behind that. And he, he kind of wrote to me one day, and and, and he was kind of made clear that he was kind of very very supportive of what we we're doing, and it's a wonderful accomplishment. So we took that to heart, really, in terms of what we were doing, the impact it had on the community, but also the impact it had inside the organisation as well on the employee experience. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Why do you believe that HR teams and colleagues have a big influence and impact on the company, but the holistic employee experience, HEX, is far too big for HR alone? Yeah, this is the thing about employee experience where I think a lot of the time when you look at employee experience from a strategic perspective, an operational perspective, it usually starts from the HR function, which makes a lot of sense given their history with employee engagement and talent management and, and all the rest of it and in terms of the employee journey. So, I mean, that's always a good place to start. But if you stay there, it, it, it doesn't really work in practice. 
because employee experience is a holistic collective approach. If we don't bring in all the services that affect and impact the employee experience journey, then it's not going to add up to significant uh, and enduring performance. So we need to work with people from estates, marketing, IT, digital, and all the other facilities that come into contact with employees. And what, what I say in a lot of my work is to bring these functions together as quickly as possible to co-create outcomes, to create alignment, uh, and to create accountability across the organization. Employee experience is not a HR thing. It's a strategic business enabler, and we should approach it from that perspective from day one, in my view. Supporting over 6 million employees across 180 countries, NeoCase is a pioneering SaaS platform for automating HR service delivery, and we are proud to support this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. Our clients use NeoCase to achieve faster time to value through reduced implementation costs and real productivity gains. Learn how your team can reduce time spent on administrative tasks through process automation and workflow efficiencies using NeoCase at neocasesoftware.com. Okay, thank you. Um, but HR still manages it, right? They're, they're still they're still the department that has oversight over what the employee experience program should be, how to embed that within the uh, recruitment, well, the sourcing, the recruitment, the onboarding, the retention stages. Would you agree with that? I think it very much depends on the organization. In a lot of companies, you'll find that type of approach in situ where HR is taking on the lion's share of responsibility for employee experience. But again, a lot of the companies that I've um, I've, I've worked with over the years, uh, they tend to bring in some something that is more, um, more strategic. So something like a people function that can get across all of those different areas. Uh, something like a people experience function, which starts to transform the way that HR is practiced and the mindsets of HR practitioners. So it depends where you're starting on the employee experience journey in terms of where you start from. I mean, some of my clients have completely transformed over 3,000 strong HR functions into people teams. And that seems to be you know, on trend and in vogue right now. The key thing is outcomes. Is your employee experience strategy, approach, structure, is that driving the right kind of outcomes across the organization? A lot of the data and research suggests that still there's a lot of work to be done in that space in terms of maturing the uh, the approach in, into practice. And again, a lot of the time there is some kind of feedback that actually sometimes HR is, in, is getting in the way of progress. So we need to address that. We need to find out what's going wrong uh, within those types of approaches and get as close to people as we possibly can within the organization. So again, it's moving from compliance, consultation to co-creation, I think is a, a foundation stone of a great employee experience strategy, a truly co-created, co-designed and co-led experience, uh, which involves everyone, every key stakeholder that has an impact on that employee journey, including employees themselves. They don't get a pass on employee experience. They have a, well, a fantastic role to play in improving their own employee experience and therefore improving their own uh, performance outcomes as well. Okay, thank you very much. So uh, ahead of this conversation today, I was doing my homework and I was all over your LinkedIn profile and your posts. And I found a recent LinkedIn post in which you write the following. 
It's a long quote, listeners, bear with me. It's worth it. Uh, it goes as following, uh, as follows. Uh, human milestones matter and they need to matter more to employers. EX strategies fall down when they center themselves on what the organizational leadership thinks is important rather than what employees and workers know is important in their experience of work and life. A solution is to ask people about what matters most to them and then co-create policies, products, and experiences that deliver on their unique human experience. Of course, this is common sense management. I agree, but it is not commonly applied yet. Get out there and meet the audience where they are, you say. Uh, Tell us more about that, Ben. And as part of your answer can you maybe address the concern that leaders and hr pros have when it comes to asking too many questions about employees personal lives and maybe overstepping certain boundaries yeah that's a really good point within this because i think we can go down sometimes the wrong path given that we have access to so much data and so much intelligence on the lives of people so yeah absolutely but i think for my last round of research so the last two three years looking at employee experience strategies within Uh, the world's top companies. Um, Some I've directly helped shape those strategies and roll them out across, you know, hundreds of thousands of employees. The big thing, and this is why I've dedicated an an entire chapter on this point in my new book, co-creation, we still need to get that right. So actually, fundamentally, at the root of any employee experience strategy is the extent to which we co-create with all the stakeholders around Um, the organization, employees, workers, contingent people, uh, people who are living alternative lifestyles, maybe remote working, hybrid workers, maybe it's a completely in-person workforce. Wherever people are, we need to kind of get out there and meet them and develop the employee experience from those positions instead of some corporate ivory tower where we're consulting only within the HR function or an IT function or an estates function to design the workplace, for example. So. Some of these things, they, they don't land too well with employees and the workforce more generally because they haven't been um, given a voice within the design of such projects. So this is the point I'm making in terms of anything that's important now to human beings, whether it's things like the cost of living crisis, whether it's uncertainty around the economy, uh, whether it's uh, the focus on well-being and uh, the mental health, we need to get out there and meet them and create programs and experiences with them that actually deliver tangible, visible business growing results. And I think employee experience is done really well when it delivers simultaneous results. So business outcomes, but also human outcomes. There's a lot of companies out there today that are foregoing the, the human outcomes bit. They're putting a lot of pressure on employees and workers to deliver, uh, regardless of the physical health, mental uh, mental health costs as well. So employee experience strategy, when it's executed to what I would say is you know, a very good standard, it considers the human and business performance uh, above all else. So it's not just one or the other, it's both combined. Uh, so this is what I'm getting at in terms of the, the milestones that matter. It's not just the moments anymore. It's the moments that matter most to people. It's the personal crisis. It's the issue um, that they're having a particular point in their, their life journey. How can we support them at that at that uh, relevant time, at that appropriate time? And again, coming back to the point about data, I think a lot of the time we don't really need to overstep the mark. Employees will 
you know, they know what they want and they know the type of support that they want and what they're willing to do to achieve that. So again, getting ideas from the workforce, taking their feedback, looking at surveys and data that comes up to really solve those pain points, eliminate that pain and frustration across the employee journey, but to also elevate those great moments in life where, you know, we can celebrate with people, we can share in their their success, we can help them uh, become even more than what they thought they were capable of. All those moments matter to employees. It's not all, always the big, massive transformation projects. It's sometimes something very simple as just being there when they need us. And I think that's something we can all do. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the HR Chat Show. IEA Training provides professional development to a changing workforce with changing needs and we're proud to support this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. IEA offers lots of courses, seminars, and on-demand training to meet our students where they are and help them reach their goals. We're proud of our contribution to better risk analysis and high operating standards in the industry. Learn more at ieatraining.org. And now, back to the conversation. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I understand, Ben, that you've got a new book coming up. It's called employee experience strategy as we record this interview at the very end of july 2023 it's coming out i believe next week ish tell me more about the book and uh, some of the hoped for learning outcomes for readers yeah thanks for the mention though (laughs) it is coming out next week and i've just this day received my first copies so my author copies came through today and I couldn't be more excited about it, really, because I've gone a little bit deeper into the employee experience strategic world over the last few years, um, drawing on some of the lessons uh, that I've taken with clients, uh, other case studies as well, uh, to really pinpoint where organizations have the potential to get things really right and to avoid some of the pitfalls uh, when developing those employee experience strategies. So we have some fantastic case studies in there from companies like L'Oreal in the USA and L'Oreal Paris, uh, Sanofi, uh, and many more besides. And it's been endorsed by Google, amongst others, and other amazing organizations, simply because we're putting the focus on the things that really do make a positive impact when you're designing and delivering that employee experience strategy so people can expect to to get some you know hints tips and i wouldn't say tricks because we're we're not in the business of tricking employees we're in the business of building trust mutual respect and admiration and delivering superior performance and i think that's what employee experience delivers when we start to get the strategy right so again as i've mentioned co-creation is a big part of this book how do we co-create who do we co-create with How do we get those uh, businesses aligned around employee experience and the customer experience? And what do we really start to question in terms of the role of leader, the role of HR, the role of of people managers within the employee experience? How do we get all the organization going in the same direction with employee experience or people experience and get it moving in the right way uh, that delivers what we set out to deliver? So that's what I'm excited to bring to the world. And um, as I say, the reviews have been fantastic so far, and I can't wait to hear what people think. And I'm assuming folks can find the book on Amazon and similar places? Yeah, it's available Amazon and retail, book retailers in the US, and, and Man- or Target, it's available at Target in the US and North America. Uh, pretty much everywhere you find books, uh, you can get a copy. Ben, we are already 
coming towards the end of this particular chit chat. I will have to get you back on again in the near future. But before we do wrap up for today, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe you might want to share your email, your LinkedIn. I bet you're super cool and you're all over TikTok and uh, X, as it's now called, instead of Twitter and others. (laughs) And of course, how can our listeners learn more about Hex? Yeah, so the best ways to find me are at benwitter.com and hexorganization.com. You can contact me uh, through those websites and uh, also access our our thought leadership and teams uh, and all the other good stuff that we do. Uh, On LinkedIn, uh, feel free to follow Twitter and WeChat if you have that in in Asia or even North America now. Very good. And there will, of course, be links in the show notes, listeners. Uh, That just leads me to say for today, Ben Witter, thanks very much for being my guest. Thank you for having me. Great to see you. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.